What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. dive on into today's episode of the pop we'd like to let you know that we are now officially launching our harry potter read-along podcast called through the gryffindor yeah we talked about it a little bit a while ago um this is an idea we've had forever and the past few weeks we've been really like ramping up on it we've been like building a brand new set for it and everything we actually have an episode zero available right now but the basic premise for the podcast is that ben and i are going to be going chapter by chapter for the entire harry potter series so each episode of the podcast will be the next chapter um, in in the books. In the books, yeah. And so what we're going to try to do is bring sort of this like, you know, I, I'm going to put it in air quotes, but like the expert lens of, of two brothers who have essentially spent the last several years of our lives like dissecting the story uh, and, and kind of converting the story into all of these, you know, deep dives and explainer videos and theory videos and, and sort of like as we go chapter by chapter looking for like all of those bits and pieces right alongside us. So Jay and I both have brand new physical copies of the book that we're going to be marking up along the way as we go. So we invite you uh, to to listen along and read along with us as we go through the Gryffindor. To celebrate the launch, the first three chapters are all going to drop on October 1st. So just three days from now, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it came out, Sunday, October 1st, the first three episodes of Through the Gryffindor are going to drop, and episode zero is already available, so go check it out. Leave us a five-star review. Thanks! What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay who will be in every episode. I'm here again! I made it to episode 199. Next week is episode 200 of the pop. We should just phone it in. We just for next yeah, week, you know, we'll just skip. Just, just skip. You yeah, know? it's like ah, what kind? Of, who needs to live for milestones? Right. You know? It's the, like the importance of like anniversaries and other people's lives versus the way they are in mine. Like it, it often blows my mind. It often makes me feel like I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> like people, I'll just hear from people all of the time about, oh, this is the three-year anniversary of me starting working here. This is my four-year anniversary of this happening, or this is the one-year anniversary of that. And I'm like, that just doesn't feel like a thing. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I, the only anniversary, I barely get, ex- you know, like, I barely get excited about the anniversary of my birth at this point, okay? 
and I I don't know. I'm not like even like um I remember the the when when we started Super Carlin Brothers when I went full time like I remember the the one year anniversary of that I was being like oh my god I did it for a whole year that's unbelievable yep yeah that was being excited yep. but like this past weekend like I had to discover that it was the five year anniversary of Carlin Brothers Coffee via an Instagram post put up by the coffee company and right. I was like I was like oh that was today cool you know? well how I'll, about that I'm gonna go ahead and repost it and move on with my day it wasn't like gosh Beth oh my gosh whoa I need to whoa should we do something you know I, like it was not even on my radar and I don't am I doing anniversaries wrong should I be celebrating the and you know the annual return of certain accomplishments more it's just difficult to say it's difficult i mean because i think at the end of the day it's sort of like if you get like if it's giving you just like an a re like a reason to have an occasion sure then that. then like on some level you know i think i can sort of see like the um like excuse to like go out to dinner or to do like takeout or to do like a movie night or something you know and being like oh yeah like you know i'm celebrating like blah 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 um you know i can i can certainly see like what you're really like looking for is the like it's almost like you're not inventing an occasion because the occasion is in fact real, but it's like what you really want is just the ability to like have something to celebrate. Yeah. And therefore it's like, okay, yeah. Like why not this? Yeah. You know, it's like, um, but I, but I also feel like when we were kids, uh, I remember the like slow <laughs> reveal of like the, or like, or the dawning comprehension that every single day of the year is national blank day, something, something day or like the, yeah, like the, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's national sibling day and it's like, Oh man, everybody be sure to post pictures with your siblings today. Um, you know, or something like that. But, uh, it, it, there is one of those for every single day of the year. And so when I was, when I was younger, I remember discovering like national popcorn day, like what? That's so cool. Like as if it was like, as if like in addition, to Christmas, there was National Popcorn Day. Yeah. That, like, it's like, why isn't it on the calendars? Come on, guys. You this know? is Popcorn Day. We got to get popcorn. This is a big deal. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's it's funny because I'm always like, I'm like, when it came to, like, who was the person at, at, at like, the National Council of Popcorn yeah. that was like, all right, guys, we have a very important agenda item today on the discussion for the meeting. What we need to discover is what day of the year is going to be National Popcorn Day, and it needs to have some significance. So I'm, I'm open to all the ideas. Like, where, where are we at? You, 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 anybody, anybody? Do you, you, know? do you think there is a National Council of Popcorn? You know, a lot of times I, I have literally, like, no earthly idea what industries have national councils that help determine the, the ways and behaviors and practices yeah, that like an industry might, you know, enact. Right. Like we have, a, we had a friend who worked for like the beef council yeah, or whatever. We did. Yep, right. Yep. And it was like, I remember hearing about this and being like, what do you mean beef? It's just like anything, any beef at all, eat beef of any, of any variety from any vendor at all. Beef, right. like, sell more of it, eat it. And yeah. It was if like, you've ever that's seen sort like, of their whole thing. And I was like, so just, it's literally all beef at all. you you have like no brand loyalty. And it's like just beef. Period. It's it's like got milk. Yeah, it's I, I like think got it was milk. exactly, it's exactly like, yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like milk was. It was like a campaign to just drink more milk, not from this brand or that brand or whatever. It was just sort of like like a, a, the rising tide raises all ships. Right. You know. Yeah, so, so it's like it's like if you can make everybody drink more milk, then all of us will benefit, and we will just do it together as part of the organization that is the those, milk council. The milk council. Yeah. <laughs> um. And and so like well, almost certainly there's like a council of corn or something. It feels like, like yes. A yeah. mass 
massive crop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause like corn is probably like one of the most versatile substances just on the, on the planet hard stop. So yeah. I suspect that that's the case, but whether or not there's an actual popcorn council is a different question. Like it, I'm, I'm sure it comes down to what percentile of overall corn usage, uh, registers as dedicated pop popping corn. Yeah. You know, versus, uh, right. like, like corn that can be used like for other various, um, purposes which yeah which again are many i wonder what the highest return on investment for corn is like there's when i think of like oh yeah you grow corn it's like i think the thing i think it was like corn on the cob but corn is like in everything exactly like yeah, yeah, yeah. literally everything and so it's like is is like is like the fuel industry actually where the big money in corn is or is it like is it like, or no, the, the markup on popcorn is so insane that like, even though it's just like the fluffy snack food, it's like you can make popcorn for literally like, like decimal points on the penny and sell it for like $10 a bag. You cannot, be, the markup's like 10 million percent, yeah, you know? <laughs> but so the, the question would be like, like what is the, uh, the associated market cap? Right. Then, so like if you were to look at um, all popcorn sales everywhere. So again, like, like what, like big pop might look, look at or the pop council, um, you know, like they're, they're, they're like, okay, so the markup, you know, we can use a very small amount of corn, uh, crop to provide mm. the entire nation's popcorn supply, but all popcorn supply that is sold only accumulates to like, you know, I'm going to randomly choose $30 billion, which, you know, like there's always sort of that, like numbers are one of those things that I feel like can be stretched any which way, shape or form, depending on the tone of inflection used to deliver the number itself. Yeah. Because we're, we're living in such a global society oh, at this point in time. Thing. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like, listen, Jay, Popcorn accounts for $30 billion in annual corn revenue. Right. What is your takeaway from that? Yeah. It's a lot. Yes. Right. But then it's also like corn, popcorn accounts for, you know, like in, in all of corn, you're talking 30 billion, you know, like, right. like, can you hear how, like I use the exact oh, same piece of information and this, they have completely different tones. Not This is, I don't want to like, I remember th this is, I don't want to like throw our dad under the bus or anything. Oh gosh. But I, not, not like, this is not like a bad thing or anything, but I remember at like the, it's just like a matter of scale. We went earlier this year to like his like sarcoidosis like um like he he was given an award for his podcast about sarcoidosis yes yep. and like when they were up there i'm everyone i mean and it's a really good podcast and if you know anyone with sarcoidosis please go listen to it it's extremely informative and it's really called good. sark fighters sark fighters shout out but i remember being up there and like they're like listing out the accolades and like why like what what made this stand out why he was being recognized amongst all the other people being recognized that night and it was like this is a podcast that has over sixty thousand downloads and it was like that's you know that's a tremendous it's great. That is amazing. Yes. And it's like also like there are podcasts where that would be like a rounding error on one episode per week. You sure. Know? Not, <laughs> like, not this not, podcast not, to be clear, but yeah, but yeah. like, you know, it's like, like, f like 60,000 downloads total ever. It's like, that's amazing. It's great. Good for you. Yes. No, like nothing wrong with that at all. It's just, it's so funny that like, yeah, it's like, as they're saying it, it's like, you're listening to the audience. Like, that's incredible. Wow. And it's like, whereas like, you know, like serial, I think had like a hundred thousand downloads per episode, 
you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, I, not combining all their episodes together. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. No, of course. And, but I don't and know. No, you're, you're right, though, because I do think it's like it is such a matter of scale. And, and in that case in particular, I think the, the big deciding factor is that like every single person who is like consuming that has found something that is um, like very specific and beneficial to them. Right. And, and that's where I talk about like market cap as well, where it's like the number of people uh, total that are like so afflicted or whatever that may even be looking for such a podcast. Like it is very like specific. Oh, I to know. The, That's the thing. It's like I can user. say that, but at the end, at, there could also for podcasts about a specific medical condition, sixty thousand could be out like, of out of the park like massive it's like yeah. massive success right. which i think is probably closer to the truth yes but, yeah um. <laughs> i think i think that's probably definitely accurate um yeah. but anyway yeah no so i understand exactly what you're saying there because it is it is like one of those things where it's like whenever uh and i think what actually used to like like slowly acclimate me to this reality was i think it's either oh what was it there was there was a, a good eats i believe um was like how it's made which was a tv show like back on discovery or something and and how it's made might be like how buttons are made and like you'll you'll go to the button factory and yeah. be like the raw plastic is brought in on a conveyor where it yeah. joins a blah 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 and, and is slowly formed into an extrusion machine unwrapped uh, yeah unwrapped thank you yes. thank you unwrapped is the correct one so um there is a food version of it um where basically it was just on the food network channel where they would go through and be like this is how Twinkies are made. And like, they would show you like Twinkies being made. Um, Hosted by Mark Summers, by the way. Yes. Of um, Double Dare fame. Of and Yes, um, you're right. You're right. You're right. What, what, what would you do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me such, such throwbacks at the moment. Um, absolutely correct though. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't even know if I had successfully piece that together it was like it's like i would hear mark summers and be like oh yeah of course this guy and not even think of like what he's from but anyway so um in the show almost always in almost every single episode they would give some metric as to like if you combined all of the twinkies sold in the world end to end it would wrap around the globe three times you know and it's like no matter what they would always give you some version of of this oh, right. example and i suspect that somewhere in the writer's database they had a whole bunch of of different distances that were like all pre-assigned so that they had like some basis for like what really un like unusually large um you know body or distance or length of something can we use for this week's episode to be like that's enough to go to the moon to like you know three times and back or something you right. know like and and they would have all these like distances but like you know, if if we had sold enough Super Carlin Brothers T-shirts, where if you posted them end to end, it would go from one end of Virginia to the other end of Virginia. That alone would seem like a massive amount of T-shirts sold. Oh right. So it's like it's like the fact that we're providing context based on like the the amount of like geographic distance that can be covered by amount of like product, like whatever it's like on, on any level, it's like you could fill in like you could fill a one acre farm with how many, Oh, do you, you know, know, do you know the object that I think is abused for this? The most, what is it? Is the empire state building? Yes, it yes. is. Yep. It no, is like it's just to, a known yeah, tall. Structure. It's just like, you just know that as like giant tall structures. Like you could stack the empire state building end to end this many times to get to the bottom of the Marianas trench. Despite the fact that the empire state building has not been the tallest building in the world like for a very long time sure and it's like not even close anymore but it is definitely like the most famous 
previously tallest building in the world. <laughs> yes, and I think like that's the thing. It's like it 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 held the notoriety for long enough to attain the accolade of getting to be like this this bizarro like measuring stick. Right. You know, in, in the same way that like we have like 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 one foot is like 12 inches, you know, it's like instead of like 10 inches or something. You yeah. Know, it's like, like, why, like why numbers get all wimbly wombly. But like at some point in time, it was like, yep, we decided like the Empire State Building is that thing. And then once a bigger building was then constructed, it's almost like, but everybody's kind of used to saying the Empire State Building thing, aren't we? Like, you know, it's like a reading. Do we keep do right. we keep going to like the next one? Do we keep like like changing the phrase each time like a new taller building is constructed and then we have to do some like recalculations and be like, oh, well now, you know, there's this building in Dubai that it's like, it's only 14 of those where it was previously, you know, oh, it was, I know. Like, it this was like is 27 why. Empire yeah. State Buildings. The Empire State Building is such a good one because it like, it makes your number seem bigger. Right, yeah, right, yeah, 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 that's yeah. A good It's point. like, oh yeah, yeah, to get to the moon, it takes like, yeah, like 200 empires. So that's probably a really low number. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. But whatever, whereas, what is the building in... Dubai call. What is the actual tallest skyscraper right now? Hold on, hold on. We can we can look this up. We this can look it up. I kept thinking it was going to come to me. I, me um, too. While while we were talking, and I was sort of like, huh, but no, but no. I keep wanting to say the Wiz Khalifa, and I'm like, that's a rapper. That. That's incorrect. <laughs> it's not that. It is definitely it is not, not that. The, and I'm like, it sounds like that. Though. Oh, it does actually. You, I yeah. mean, I was like, Jay, that that not even close. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Burj Khalifa. The um, Burj Khalifa. Okay, um, I was close. You were you were very close. I was like, it is not. The Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> nope, nope. But I, I am amazed that that was your stab and, and that it was that close. Uh, at over 828 meters, uh, 2,716 feet, or more than 160 stories. Um, Goodness so me. quite the large building, as quite you can tell large. by the tone of voice that I used to describe yeah. it. Wow, yes. Wow. All numbers sound big with the right tone of voice, which is why next week for episode 200 of the podcast... You know, maybe it's worth celebrating. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe. it is. Maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out if we're going to do something special. Yeah. Um. But what I was going to say about this is, um, oh, oh, yeah. I think largely what it's come down to for me is that I feel like I I have ceased to um like respond when when numeric values are attached to things. Oh um, yeah. Because it's always like it's like that number sounds big. And that is the case, but like, like I don't have enough context to know how that number fits into what is otherwise the greater scheme. Oh, this is, you know, this is, this is, um, I think on YouTube, this happens to me all the time where like, if you like on like the super Carlin brothers main channel has like 2 million subscribers. Yeah. And like, if anyone, anyone I tell that to is like, yeah. Like, you know, it is this outstanding number. And like, I maybe I'm just like so familiar with the number and I'm like more familiar with so much YouTube that like, to me, I'm like, we're basically failing. Like, you know, there's people with like 15 million, 100 million, you know, people are just flying, you know, 2 million. It's, it's like, why even bring it up? It's like, uh, you know, this is, you know, we tried, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's I like, know. And it's like, you get lost and like, it's like, it just, you know, you have to stay in your lane a little bit. I, it, you know? it, it's definitely like a, it's a super, super strange one. Yeah, because, you, because you're right. Like, you know, you do, you do sort of like get inside of it. Then you end up being surrounded by people who, uh, I think we've, we've talked about this before, like with, with where I ranked, you know, in the state at my prime cross country status, I think like, at best, I was probably like the 5,000th fastest high school athlete, you know, in the country at that point in time. Um, like I was like over, I was like 109th in my state. 
alone. But then like, but then like if you zoom back, it's like a, 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 amongst all of my peers, it's like, I was not like, I was not a bad athlete. I still made it to States, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't like extraordinary in this capacity either. But then like, if you zoom out to like all of like humanity, I still was probably in like the top 0.01% of 5k distance runners right like in the on the globe on the globe yeah. you know and it's like it's like when you look at it like that it's like well that's pretty impressive like that's that's cool but like but what you are is you were surrounded by by peers that then sort of all like, do the same thing that all do the same thing yeah exactly um and and this is like it's funny because anywhere you go and you start to excel chances are you were surrounded by other people who are also excelling at that thing uh which is why it's just never good to compare right you know yeah. it's like yeah. it's not it's the as as you once said it is the Thief. comparison is the thief of happiness indeed which indeed. I, I think is one of the most clever things you ever said no. anyway <laughs> i didn't invent that but well you told me and therefore you should wear the accolade proud as if nobody else had ever said it before right <laughs> because this <laughs> i shall i invent uh, maybe i coined it who knows there you go yep that's exactly I coined right. the phrase the happy uh, comparison is the thief of joy yep all there right it is. on that note how about time for a transition let's do it All right, Jason, last week we had yeah. a huge teaser. Just, wow. just probably like one of the biggest ones ever. Mm. Like I would say it's like a like a 30 billion uh, <laughs> and, and like on, on the teaser scale, uh, which by the way is a scale of like one quadrillion. So, yeah, like, so you know, 30 billion, kind of low. Kind of low, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, frankly, <laughs> you know, no, 30 no. billion small. Right. Um, okay, so you had, you had included <laughs> a line uh, in the show notes last week that we didn't get to. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, we were like, until next time. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, saga. the Crystal Horse Saga. The, the Crystal Horse Saga, which I I mean, so knowing absolutely nothing, yeah. my assumption is that and this is me, this is me guessing. Yeah. You haven't told me anything. Okay. Okay, so I'm just I'm going I'm going to try to assume what the Crystal Horse Saga is. Okay. And you tell me how close I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my assumption is that the Crystal Horse is something that your son Luke spotted somewhere and you were unable to attain the crystal horse. And then you got home and Luke was like, I'm still thinking about the crystal horse. And you're like, okay, you know what? If he's still thinking about it, it wasn't just a passing fancy. He really wants it. We're going to find a way to go and recover the crystal horse. However, when returned to said location of the crystal horse, you discovered, alas, it is no longer here. But then by some bizarre circumstance, a friend of a friend of a brother of a sister calls and says, guys, I have found this thing that I feel like your son Luke might like. It's a crystal horse. Wow. Unbelievable. I don't know. How close was I? No, well, it did have to do with Luke. Yes! There you go. That's about as close as you I've, got. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so I'm dying to know more because I would know, uh, and, and partially I think I was placing myself into the uh, into Luke's you know mind a little bit there because right. as a child, if I were to bear witness to a, a crystalline horse, yeah. I would covet it greatly. I mean, there's no doubt if Luke were to witness a crystal horse, he would for sure or covered it greatly. Okay, so he has not witnessed the crystal horse. He has not witnessed the crystal horse. So um, a couple weeks ago, Beth was getting ready to run the um, the Hokey Half Marathon. Nice. Way a, to go, um, Beth. And, uh, an annual race up in Blacksburg around uh, Virginia Tech's campus. Go Hokies. Not having a great season so far. No, not so Football-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whew, boy, it's rough. It's rough out there. Um, anyway. They had a killer uh, penalty over the weekend. <laughs> Several. And then, and then there was that other 
penalty that oh they committed. Oh my gosh, it was um, yeah, yeah, it was a rough was, game against <laughs> against Marshall. <laughs> a little bit hard to watch. Jeez. Um, anyway, um, so she's getting ready for that, and so part of that was like carb loading stuff. She should run out for. Uh, she got some bagels one morning, um, and on Saturday morning, I came downstairs and dis- I woke up early. Uh, but well, Luke woke up early, and so we were downstairs early. Naturally, naturally, and I was like, I just I rediscovered the bagels in the fridge, which was like, oh, it made me excited to be awake. I was like, okay, all right, this is good. Okay, I want the bagels right now. But I remembered that the previous day when Beth got the bagels, she didn't get cream cheese, and so I was like, we're without cream cheese right now, which isn't like a huge deal. I could, you know, I can I could bagel with other things, you know, yeah, yeah, butter, peanut butter, jam, what have you, jam you know? on bagels, jam on bagel. I mean, you know, do whatever you want man get creative out there that, you know quite literally though do whatever you want. do whatever yeah. you want you know it's not called an everything bagel for no reason you can put whatever you want on there well <laughs> it's an anything bagel and <laughs> 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 that fun? no um so i since luke was up and since i was like you know what i know everyone or at least me and beth would prefer to have the cream cheese and this won't be the last time it's a problem because i'm clearly gonna have bagels until we run out clearly yeah like here's i know you're, I know you're gonna, a fan of bagels uh, yeah I, I do enjoy a good bagel so i was like you know what i'm gonna do because uh, i'm going to take luke with me to kroger right now while everyone else is still asleep that way uh his antics downstairs won't wake everyone else in the house up. We'll be out of the house and we'll have cream cheese at the end. Dang. So it's like seven in the morning now. And I'm like, all right, Luke, let's get in the car. We're going to we're going to Kroger and uh, to get just just to get cream cheese. You know, I'm honestly <clears throat> impressed with your with your commitment to this quest to the quest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was more of like a this will be something to do. <laughs> Even yeah. still, even yeah. still, I feel yeah. Okay, anyway, but uh, but 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 on our way to the grocery, we're store. on our way to the grocery store. We get there, and you know the, the people at Kroger, they know what they're doing. They put all of the things for kids. The moment you walk through the door, it's super annoying. But uh, what they have is balloons. Okay, all over the place. All over and the place. Luke sees the balloons, and he is immediately like, "Can I get a balloon?" And I'm like. You know what? Whatever. We're having a little fun morning outing. You can get a balloon. It's fine by me. Sure. Balloon. So he's looking around and he finds this giant tub of these inflatable or pre-inflated animal balloons that have these sort of like streamer legs that sort of like act as the weights, but then it sort of looks like they have legs as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah so they're pretty fun. fun. Yeah. And um, he's balloon, looking balloon at Balloon technology has really just gone through the roof. It's fantastic. Big Balloon you know? is doing a great job. Big They've balloon. sold over 30 billion balloons <laughs> this year alone. <laughs> <laughs> they would not surprise me man i saw such an interesting tiktok the other day about like how the city of cleveland like tried to break a world record for mo- largest balloon release in history like they they were like trying to do this big stunt with the guinness book of world records and like disney had recently like broken the record and they were like we're gonna beat disney world and had the biggest balloon release ever and it's gonna be this giant spectacle and like the whole city was like super in on it they were like yeah, let's do it. Balloons. Let's go. And so like the day finally comes and they've got all the balloons ready and there's like this bad weather storm coming in and they're like, we might have to postpone it. And they're like, we really can't because the balloons will start deflating and then we won't be able to do it. And we spent so much time and effort and money into it. So they were like, and the weather's dying down. We're going to go ahead and do it. 
and they do it and it's amazing for like 30 minutes and then the weather comes and it's like just balloon chaos everywhere it's like oh no it's like delaying flights it's getting in the river and it turned into this giant like kerfluffle and like they did get the world record and then like two years later the guinness was like no we can't this world record is not no longer a thing we're keeping track of so this isn't a thing anymore (laughs) oh my gosh so anyway it's causing uh, causing too much chaos i was on the edge of my seat there for a second poor cleveland yeah well what's going on with the balloon it was, a, it was a really funny story. Um, anyway, not the point. Luke's picking out a balloon at Kroger and he finds this like cardboard box full of like inflated animal balloons and he is immediately enamored with all of them and he's like, oh my God, can I get one? I'm like, you know, yeah, sure, this would be fun. I've experienced balloons like this in the past. The amount of joy kids can get out of this is like nearly infinite. Oh, I think as kids, <laughs> yeah. I remember like we would spend, uh, I, I don't even know what, what typically would would be the reason for it but it seems like occasionally mom and dad would like go to an event on a friday evening we would come down saturday morning and there would just be like a big like like bouquet of balloons mm-hmm. floating in our living room yeah and we would then like tie it to different things and yeah. see whether or not there was enough helium in the yeah, balloons to, to like yeah. float how, it how many balloons do you need to float this beanie baby to the ceiling Who and, knows? and occasionally we would like take it to the stairs and <clears> drop it off the stairs to see if the additional height increased the floatability of the helium which, exactly. uh, which spoilers it, do, it makes no difference yeah, whatsoever right yeah yeah this is kind of experiments you could have as a kid super yeah. fun spend an entire day so he lands on a um a horse balloon naturally naturally yeah. right Runs in this his is, blood. Right, yeah, he's got to get the horse, got to get the horse. And so um, uh, we go, we check out. And as we're like in the parking lot, he's like examining. He's like, what should I name it? And he's like examining the the horse for ideas. And he notices that it has sort of like anime-esque eyes. It has like that sort of like diamond twinkle effect in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Another one. Like the sparkle sort of look. And he determined the sparkle was a crystal. So he was like, I'm just going to call it crystal because it has crystal eyes. I love it. Crystal the <laughs> so, horse. So we have crystal the horse, which I was like, you know what? It's not a bad name. Horses traditionally have pretty wackadoo names. So Indeed, indeed. Yeah, they do. I like to think now if you ever someday own a horse, you guys will, will keep with the naming convention and yeah. it will be crystal. Crystal the horse. Crystal the horse. Yeah, crystal the you horse the like horse. Ruby and sapphire. Right, and yeah, right. We'll just have a whole, a, whole, a whole pasture of gemstones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. But we get home, and uh, I mean, just I mean, the crystal the horse was like a uh, more expensive balloon than I was expecting it to be. Oh dear, just frustrating. But I would say, even so, Luke got at least that much joy out of it in the first ten minutes of it being home that I was like, totally worth it. This is this is fantastic. And then I mean, he brought crystal the horse with him around everywhere they were going on adventures they were playing keepy uppy nick and nate came down i mean this horse was it was getting it was putting in work i love it you know yeah yeah fantastic and it's like one of those mylar balloons so until they get too rough with it it's basically gonna last forever which is to say it lasted the weekend because they got rough with it (laughs) of course okay (laughs) you know so there's that so there's that but in the meantime, like they eventually got a little bit bored with it by Sunday, and the real crystal of the horse saga began that like Luke would like bring it. Well, they like to play this game called Magic Statues. Okay, right where um, it's from Bluey, but basically the game is you someone pretends to sell you a statue, which is just one of the other kids, and then you buy the statue and you go put it somewhere, and then you leave the room and you come back and the statue has moved, and you're like, what? How did my statue move? And they think it is hilarious. So are you the customer? I'm the customer. Yo, so you're buying They're the statues. This, I'm buying the statues, and I'm like, I'm going to put this in this room, and then I'm going to go buy another statue, and I come back, and they'll like, move to the other bed, and they're just like dying with laughter, like, oh my god, I moved. This is <laughs> peak humor. It is, 
<laughs> I love how much they love it. Uh, it's super fun. But so eventually, Crystal became one of the statues. Okay, got right? it. Right. So got then, it. you know, they'd put it somewhere, and then they'd go move Crystal or whatever. So they just kept putting the horse in different spots in the house, and it like at some point, like when you're not, it, it's like it looks. It is roughly the size of a small dog. Okay. Crystal sure. the horse, right? Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I would walk around a corner and thought there was an animal in the house. Oh, man. You know? Like, you'd like be out of the corner of your eye and you'd be like, oh, God. Oh, God. Crystal. God, I thought you were a real dog for a second. You know? It's <laughs> like, talking to the balloon. Yeah, talking to the balloon. And I'm just like, it's, it's like such a, it, like, it, Brought me in line with this like weird instinct, I suppose, or like because we grew up with like dogs in the house. So it was like they're used to them used to that size shape because it has like four legs and stuff. I'm used to that size shape being an animal, you know, it's like so out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> right, I know, but it's it's fascinating to me because it's like it's like it's so ingrained clearly into like your childhood, but you have not probably lived in a house with a dog for like. 14 years yeah I bet like yeah it's been it's like been a, a while yeah but like it's sure. still like a part but yeah it's like still there it's like I, I my brain knows that shape is dog or is animal of some kind and so it was like it just kept baffling me that every time I would walk around a corner and they had moved crystal the horse the statue to a new place that like no matter like I, my brain could not get used to it just being a balloon okay you know like every single time it was like oh my god like Really thought there was an animal there, you know, like, you know, like walking into my bedroom and crystals on the bed and it's like, it's like, you know, because because like if there's an animal of that size in my house, it's a real problem. There should not be an animal in my house of that size (laughs) of that size at all. Right. So it just kept it was like like it is like because it's like the split second reaction. You know, it's like it takes you maybe like half a second to be like it's a balloon but it takes you maybe like a tenth of a half of a second to think there's an animal here oh sure you know? sure sure, sure. <laughs> so it's like the realization comes quick but your instinct is to be afraid so this stupid balloon was just freaking me out <laughs> for like oh two my days gosh. and it was just like, oh my god crystal <sighs> so anyway <sighs> it's just you just a balloon it's just, you, it's just a balloon jesus not a real animal and like sometimes it wouldn't even move it would be like on the bed and i'd be like oh gosh and I'd go and I'd like, you know, use the bathroom and come out of the bathroom and be like, oh, you know, like the, it was just I couldn't believe the it was just such a weird interaction with my brain in which it's like survival instinct was being activated by the thought of the balloon being an animal. Oh, yeah. You no, know, absolutely. Absolutely. It was, there was like a weird like I, it was like I accidentally tapped into some like very primal survival instinct over and over because we had the balloon. That's which amazing. was really funny. And eventually Crystal uh, perished and, you know, is no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, but while we were there, Luke was having a real, a real bout of indecision about whether he wanted crystal, the horse or the turtle balloon. Okay. And so the following week I was like, okay, so we've been doing like the drop off at school, the drop off, the drop off where, you know, you just like pull up to the school and the kid gets out of the car and they go in the school. Yeah. Okay. Drop off. Right. Luke like likes me to park the car and go in, which is a whole bigger thing. It's much slower. It is not what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Okay. But you know, he's like, he, I think he knows it's a different option than what you're supposed to do. So he wants to do it. Therefore preferred. Therefore preferred. Therefore it's more difficult for you. I won't do that. So my um, pitch to him was that if he does the drop off every day for a week, he could, we could go get the turtle balloon. Nice. And he like every single day, he would just stare at me and be like, oh, this is painful getting out of the car right here, but I really want that turtle balloon. It's like, it's like, it's like for the cause, for, for the, the cause. cause, for the cause, I want that turtle. And so sure. And I thought my idea was, you know, we'll just get 
used to doing it for a week. And then after that, you'll have the turtle balloon and you'll do the drop off. Meanwhile, this Monday morning, we're back to parking. Oh, no. It's like such the a reward system. I know work. the reward system. It worked for the time in which the reward was present and then immediately <laughs> crumbled. So I was like, man, ah, but now we have a turtle balloon. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> now we got turtle balloon. Yeah, turtle balloon. Which is now giving me the <laughs> Yeah. The turtle balloon's not nearly as bad. Um I think it's mostly just stayed in Luke's room for the most part, and it's significantly smaller than a horse, if you can imagine, you know, turtles versus horses. Oh yeah, general. no, yeah, of course. So it hasn't met as big of an issue as the uh the crystal balloon saga. But um yeah, now we have a turtle balloon and I'm still at least for now have had to park to get Luke out of the car. So wow. still a work in progress, but we'll get there. We'll get there, man. We'll get there. Anywhere. That's the, that's the crystal horse saga. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay. Well, yep. crystal, the horse, I, like I said, I, I'm, I <clears> now, I'm now looking forward to your eventual field of gemstones. Yeah. Uh, right. Which yeah. Is, someday. Which is, as you eventually become uh, a horse owner, which I can only imagine is, is inevitable at this uh, point uh, in time. Yeah, who's to say, I mean, y- say? you have to mylar balloon before you can physical, uh, like, thousand pound beast right you know, yeah right you the, know that's what they say you know you know what you want to get a puppy let's get a balloon <laughs> let's, let's, let's try it with the why balloon. why don't we start with the balloon why don't we start with the balloon see how we feel see how it goes all right yeah. that's good we'll yeah. take the balloon for walks you know it's gonna be fine it's gonna, it's gonna, be, gonna fine. be fun oh man so i i don't know whether or not this is this is sort of an interesting one as well because i i have my own um like I don't even know what to call it in my head. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm having a, uh, a, a like a, a homeowner struggle. Uh, and it has to do with, with like this, like reward based system, uh, basically being like my, my own demise, yeah. if you will. Okay. So, um, basically what has happened is, is, uh, the, the house that I own is on a, uh, a rather prominent corner lot in my neighborhood. And, and I say prominent just in that it's like a, like a, like a known intersection where people who are out walking the neighborhoods, um, it's like an obvious like turn point to go and find yourself navigating through more neighborhoods. Right. So my house is very, very, very frequently walked past. Mm-hmm. Um, and the issue that we have is obviously we have two dogs, Indy and Chewy at home. And, uh, because you're on the corner, there is no such thing as a backyard. So like the backyard is just facing one street on one side and the front yard is just facing one street on the other side. And for the longest period of time, I, I like had the issue, which was that like, I would try to like, I, I installed like an invisible fence at one point in time and tried to train my dogs on that. And it was sort of like, you know, middling success at best. And then I had my yard, uh, aerated one year and they basically just punctured a whole bunch of holes in my invisible fence because they didn't know it was there. And so it was like, well, now that's gone. Um, and as time went on, I was sort of like trying to figure out like how I could enclose my property even better. And I eventually installed, uh, a fence that was supposed to go like around my house to one side and was going to like butt up against the house and sort of have like the backyard open to nothingness. And then and the whole front yard would be like fully enclosed and big. Like, oh, that's great. Um, but then we were like, oh man, you know, while we're at it, we might be able to, and I, I think I had talked about this early on in the pop, but I had poured my own concrete pad, which was yeah. going to use for like weightlifting. But then we were like, well, let's put a pergola over it. We can make like an outdoor sitting space. And then with that, we also decided to like put a privacy fence along the back end of my house. And it was like, oh my gosh, at this point in time, we can enclose my whole property and then I can let my dogs out either door front door or back door and it'll be fine because they will be fully enclosed by a fence. Right. Um, and then like one of the things that we discovered was that like, um, 
we would find these windows like where if if mail were to be delivered at any point in time, you sort of find yourself in like a dicey spot because you don't want the dogs in the yard like when the mailman enters, right? You know, to deliver the mail because the, I mean, t- to their credit, that is something that could be very uncomfortable. And my dogs absolutely would bark, yeah, um, and it would be scary. And so I was like, okay, so I have my whole property enclosed. I can open both doors. I can let them out both directions. However, I need to be able to let them outside at times. Um, where there could be overlap with somebody who otherwise might be entering my property. So I had gone through the the middle section of it and actually installed an additional fence that closed off the backyard from the front yard so that like I could let people out. I could let the dogs out the backyard and people could still come and deliver mail or like mm, whatever from okay. the front yeah. yard. So like I've taken like all these like significant measures to like try to find a way to be able to like let the dogs out when needed without it causing a whole lot of chaos. Yeah. Um the issue that has, I think, arisen, though, is that because so many people walk by all the time is that as they walk by with their dogs, my dogs will run over and bark at them. Yeah. And that's the, like, you know, the, then basically as the person, you know, progressively walks by, they're they're effectively barked at for the entire perimeter of the fence that my dogs can follow them. Right. So if they're in the backyard, they're almost immediately like eliminated within like you know, 15 yards. Cause there's just not that much visible fence space. Yeah. Um, but if it's in the front yard, it's like, you're talking like a huge stretch of time right. where my dogs are able to just basically like follow you right along the fence and bark the whole time. Right. And we tried a myriad of different things. We've like taken our dogs to training courses, like where we go and like we train with the dogs, like at the course, we have had professional trainers come in and literally do like one-on-one training with them for like a month, yeah, you know, and do like all this various stuff. And the issue is that my dogs are massively treat motivated. So this comes back to your point with, okay. with the turtle. Yeah. So it's like, the problem is that like they will follow instructions to the letter. If you have a treat in your hand, they will do whatever you ask them to do. And they are amazing. The problem is if you don't have a treat in your hand, they are absolutely not going to respond whatsoever. Yeah. Nope. Not even at all. And the other problem is that from their perspective, they're trying to defend the property. And so what they witness through their eyes is all these people walking by going in front of the house, right. side of the house, whatever. It's like, boom, scared them off yeah. again. They bark at them. Like, These people leave. Yeah, Mom I'm and Dad, amazing at my job. Our record, impeccable. impeccable. Not a single person has ever stayed on the house. Outside the fence. Right. They They're getting positive reinforcement. Every single time. Yeah. And what is slowly starting to happen is that it's like, you know, I spend a lot of time out in the yard, whether I'm like out there playing with Addy or from like working around the house or doing this that or the other. And so like, you know, a lot of times I try to be extremely apologetic. Like if the dogs go and bark, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, they're just, they're just being dogs or whatever. And I feel like for a w- little while people were like, haha, yeah, like no problem. We get it. Dogs being dogs. Like, you know, all yeah. good. I feel like that has worn off and the people are just starting to get mad. Oh, really? And it's like one of these things where it's like, I'm like finding myself both like feeling very guilty about it, but also feeling like a little bit like I did, you know, go to pretty extraordinary lengths to fence in my property in a bunch of different ways. So it's like sequestered and, you know, there's, there's gates everywhere. And, you know, I've tried to make it like as accessible while as like restrictive as humanly possible for like, whether, you know, it's a delivery person who's trying to get in or a, a dog that I'm trying to keep like elsewhere. And the, the dilemma I'm finding myself faced with is basically like, 
as everybody walks by, they're all annoyed that my dogs are barking at them. But yeah. also, like, from my perspective, I'm like, is there any chance that, like, like you could just learn my corner? Because there's more than enough to, like, cross, the street, cross like, the street. On the yeah. on the other side, no problem whatsoever. They can't see you over there. Like, it's all good. And, um, like, I, I find, because, you know, from their end, it's like, this is a sidewalk. I am allowed to walk here. And I'm like, completely true. This is also, like, my house. And I need to be allowed to like let my dogs outside. Right. Um, and so anyway, I, I can't decide what to do. And I'm like, I, I feel like I'm like, I've tried everything. And I I'm mean, like, but like the fence you have is like clearly keeping the dogs in. There's no like even if you're walking past and you're being barked at, it's not you are never at threat of being attacked by the dog. No. And I think that the thing that that is more of a concern more often is um, incidents where it's a rather large dog that is being barked at on the other side and possibly pulling the owner oh. in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I, the thing is that like, I mean, you know, I'm like, like the, like the whole people pleaser thing. So this is like, it's, it's like quietly killing me a little bit because I'm like, I don't know what, to do because i can't never let my dogs outside yeah this is everyone else's problem not yours you think so absolutely okay. yeah like there's nothing okay. you can hear about that. i mean the fact i mean sorry, i've been on plenty of walks and runs and whatever where dogs come flying out of the house and it scares the bejesus out of you it does you yes know? yeah it's like, been there too. it's extremely annoying and I, you know you don't like it but it's like also it's like what what are you supposed to do like, right there's nothing it's like like, I understand why it happens. And if it happens on the same course over and over and over, it's easy enough to go to the other side of the street, I think, more often than not. But it's like, like, are you mad at the people for having dogs? Like, you know, not not really. And I doubt they're even like, I'm never mad at the people in the house. You know, I'm always mad at the dog. Sure, for sure, barking sure. at yeah. me. I mean, nobody wants to be barked at. Yeah, yeah. It, no it, one it, wants to be barked at ever. And it's like you have dogs and it's like, I don't think, you know, you know, if it's like an invisible fence or something and you, the person who's being barked at, don't know that there's a barrier there. And that yes, could be like even like frightening because as far as you're concerned that dog's about to you know like tackle you there's no physical barrier between between these two things yeah yeah Yeah. um whereas like they're like your fence is pretty robust and tall and it's like you know uh it's it's definitely like um like preventing any sort of physical contact from occurring absolutely absolutely so and, yeah. i don't know yeah, it's just like one of those things where where you know i'm like uh, i'm i think my my dilemma is largely just that like i want to do something to help but i'm but i also look at my own actions and i'm like you it's not like i've done nothing like like i have gone to quite a few links and so what's surprising to me is that after all of the energy i've i've exerted into it it's almost like it's almost seems like things have gotten like worse and I don't know if like maybe maybe what's happening at this point in time is that like from my perspective, I'm like, well, I put up a fence. I'm going to let my dogs out in the yard. And now I'm letting them out in the yard so much more often possibly, which I would still say accounts for less than one hour of time a day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but it might be like 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes after work, 15 minutes in the evening, you know, yeah. with, with a myriad of like little, little ins and outs in between or something. But it's not like they're out there all the time. They're not outdoor dogs. Yeah. Like, you know, they live in our house. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but I just wanted to run it by you. Cause I feel like it's like, I, I feel like I'm, I find myself so stuck because I'm like, I don't like, I don't like the fact that like the, these people, these exchanges that I'm having with them are like getting progressively worse. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, like what, 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 is it the same people over and over? It is the same people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's probably the same. I mean, there, there's, um, you can do just let the dogs out. Don't go out there with them. 
Well, and I would say a, <clears throat> a decent portion of the time that is the case. Yeah. Um, but but it it is just you know like occasionally I I'll, I'll be outside and so, um, you know, end up kind of interacting with it in some capacity. I also just have windows that face everywhere, so a lot of times it's like when you you can hear the dogs barking from inside the house and you're like, well, yeah. I mean, I would say this is also a lot of just like you like imagining or like putting words in people's mouth about the level of annoyed they are. Yeah, I have you been know to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's kind of that's that's it's a little bit what it sounds like. I mean, I just, I mean, we did have neighbors once upon a time when you and I were living together. They got some dogs and they were not indoor dogs and they were outdoor dogs and they barked literally 16 hours a day, nonstop, every single day. It was and it was like the worst and it's like i don't if you if that was the kind of problem i'd be like yeah ben you need to do something about that because that's a real nuisance to like the entire neighborhood right um but yeah that would guys make me mad thinking about it i, I, I do remember yeah. that was and that was like one of those instances where i think i was like the the barking was one thing but i feel like they they the like uh people that were living there got these two uh, hound dogs, which are you know, like typically dogs that that do bark more frequently in general, anyway, uh, and also they were fully outdoor dogs. So like you know, I mean, it would be like seventeen degrees outside, and you're like, did you, did you guys like need to get dogs? Like what? what yeah. I don't even see you like, interacting what, with what them at all. What enjoyment are you getting from them? Right, yeah, I don't right, know. yeah. It it, it seemed like sort of an upheaval, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah that was that was definitely, and, and I think probably it was that instance that is probably making me feel so guilty about it is because mm-hmm. that is exactly what I think about every single time. Yeah, is is those neighbors that you and I had together? It was yeah. kind of like. Uh, that was that was rough that was you know that was annoying like it was it was certainly like an aspect of like living in that house was like that that you had this other this this other aspect of it so anyway um yeah that's that yeah transition right. transition Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now i know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see but you can also request them to be sent to you at any time so they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do but whether you're buying selling trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out 
And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Oh man. Okay. So speaking of being outside of my house over the weekend, one of the reasons why I was outside is because, um, uh, I was, I was splitting, I was splitting some wood. Yeah. I'm sure you can tell the, the glow that I have about me today. Of course, the, yes. the, 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 the like overwhelming sense of positivity. No doubt. Yeah. Like was it, was it apparent when I walked in this morning? Could oh, you, absolutely. Yeah. You, you could see the difference. like in a positive mood. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Right. Yeah. It's, it's because of all the log splitting. Gotcha. Yeah. That's nice. what did it. Uh, yeah. So a couple of, a couple of years ago, I, um, I uh, had gone over to mom and dad's house. They had this like really big, uh, it was, I think originally supposed to be like a, like a, like a weeping, um, cherry or something like that it was like like a tree that had been grafted with a tree but i think like the like on one level there was like the weeping aspect and then the original tree that was grafted to it just grew straight up through the middle through it (laughs) yeah so it's supposed to be kind of like this like really cool flowering like pretty ornamental uh tree for for you know like a residential backyard and um I think as time went on, it just became very, very, very big. And so I had gone over and I had cut it down for them and like, you know, had gone through and and chopped it into like, you know, smaller pieces and stuff like that. And I remember the day that I did it, I did bring a bunch of wood home with me for like my backyard fire pit and Mm -hmm. stuff like that because the wood burns extremely well. Um, but since that time, um, I think like a whole bunch of stuff happened. Like, you know, I think Addie was born and then it was just sort of like, man, I'm just so busy. So the wood has been in mom and dad's backyard for this entire time. And dad was like, well, let me go back there. I'll like chop it into like pieces, like with my chainsaw. And then like, you know, just like when you get a chance to just like come over and like snag the wood, you can like break it down and, um, 
you know, do all your fire pit related, right, yeah. related stuff. Your stuff. My stuff, yeah. So I, I went and picked up all the wood uh, yesterday, which I was super excited about. And I got home and it was just like really fun to go and like set out the logs and just like absolutely like wail on them. Yeah. Um, and as I'm like going through this process of doing it, I'm literally like, one, I love chopping wood. This is like one of my all time favorite things to do. Yeah. Uh, but then also I was like, I, I have been in this like really strange in between where um, I was getting like just really like tired, like with my like workout regime for like a long period of time. Uh, it's sort of been like a big year did like the marathon at the beginning. And then like in in addition to that, I'd been doing like the same power lifting as you. Yeah. Uh, that we've been doing for like the past like five years or so. I was like, I'm just going to take a I'm just going to take a good old fashioned like break. Yeah. And just like sort of like take a pause, step away from everything, try to figure out like what I want to be doing next. So I've been finding myself in this like really weird feeling for the past couple of months because I'm not working out and I'm not used to not working out. Right. And um, so as I'm like splitting wood yesterday, like I'm just like, man, is there a world like like. Um, literally what I'm thinking to myself is like, how can I find a way to go and, and do this and have this be like my exercise? Like, is there a world where I could like get up at like, you know, seven in the morning, go to some spot somewhere and split wood for like 45 minutes to an hour, uh-huh. go home and shower. And it's just like, I, I went to the gym this morning. Went to the gym. That's I, it. I just chopped some wood. I chopped some wood. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, and, and this is like one of those things where I'm like, I'm, we talk about with like the step competitions, like yeah. where, um, the idea is that any steps you take where you didn't have your track or like your Fitbit or Apple watch or, or, or your phone on you, uh, you're like, well, those steps don't even count. Like, you right. Know, like what was even the point of walking up the stairs just now? Right. You know, I, I didn't even get to think of the steps for it. Count it. But so, like I have, I have a piece of land that I could go to where I could like just probably take down like a single tree that would probably take me like the better part of a year to process into yeah, all like, the wood yeah, in, like into, by yourself by hand with one axe. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, on, in, in a, in a, uh, a track of land that has, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of trees, like, like to take down one would give me a lot of work to do and would do seemingly nothing else to the space out there right. at all. But I feel like this is like one of those things where it's like, like going to a gym feels like such a like checkmark verified version of fitness mm-hmm. that like, it's almost like, ah oh, yes, this is like a, this is like an authorized machine to exercise upon like Right. It has been created by science yeah. to, to exercise your traps right, specifically yes. or something. Um, it's like, this is not like this. This is such a different form of exercise. But yeah. I will tell you that I'm like today after doing all this, like oh, I'm chopping, sure you're totally wrecked. Yeah. My body is like annihilated. Yeah. And so I'm like, clearly I'm this sore, which means I worked my muscles. Yeah. There's no doubt you work muscles. I mean, chopping wood or shoveling snow or stuff like that. Like, it's absolutely a crazy workout. Right. And you'll burn, like, all sorts of calories and work. You know, I don't, I mean, that sounds like a totally viable way to get your exercise in, if you ask me. Especially since you have an available, almost limitless amount of lumber that would, you know, a single person could hardly hope to uh, chop down by themselves without stuff growing back in the meantime. Um, oh yeah, no, there's yeah, there's no way in the world I could even make a dent in it. I mean, yeah. this would be like emptying like a lake with like a teaspoon. Yeah, right. Like I mean, you can go down and yeah, I don't see why 
you couldn't do this. It seems like it might take a while. I mean, I can imagine the, the difficult part even being like chopping down the first tree and then like like processing the, the tree itself into a an amount of like like I can imagine like stacking the logs you would need to split with the axe taking a, a really long amount of time. I know. Yeah. You know, it's so like it's like getting which would also be its own kind of workout, I suppose. But like I the the main um, potential thing I could see as being an issue is that you'd just be doing the same single motion almost over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Which I'm sure you'd get really good at doing it. And I, 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 I wonder if you would get like a, like a weird imbalance on like one side from whatever side you like swing with or something. Oh, that's a good question. You yeah. know, <laughs> or, or even if the other thing is like, like, you know, in, in a similar capacity, like if you were to walk into a weight room and put like, um, like two bar, like two, um, 45 pound plates on the end of like a barbell, then it's 135 pounds. So let's just, let's just go in and like use that as like your squat metric. So like, let's say, let's say like on day one, one, you go in and it's like you do that 10 times or whatever and you're like oh man i'm super sore like that warm like you know that that hit me right in the legs you yeah. know um but if you went back like the next day and the next day and the next day for like two years at some point in time like your gains from still doing the same amount of weight is probably lessened mm -hmm. um you know than than what it originally was because you yourself have gotten stronger and have acclimated to this like this load right. that you're attempting to move. So typically what you would do with weightlifting is just add weight, you know, yeah. and then like maybe like, a, you know, after so, so much time, it's like you're doing like 165 pounds instead of 135 pounds. And it's like, oh, right. now this is what's heavy for me. Um, and I, I suspect that this would be like one of those things like the, the ax would never necessarily get heavier. The, the logs would never get harder to split. If so, anything, the logs are getting easier to split, but I think you can make axes heavier. Like I imagine there's like a collar you could put around to it to like make it heavier so that it could split more effectively. That's a good point. That's I a good point. I yep. think that's a real thing. Also, you could just buy heavier axes. Well, <laughs> like, you know, that's more of like a sledge or something. Right. I and mean, I I, I own know. a splitting maul. That's like an eight pound maul compared yeah. to like my splitting axe, which is more like, you know, your traditional right. looking axe. Also, the other way that you, you would probably get stronger, which might not... Um, you might not even need a heavier axe. You might just need to chop for longer. Oh, that's a good you point. Know? Yeah, it's like yeah. You know. or maybe your speed would would start to accelerate. Yeah, you could maybe chop you could chop faster. faster. Yeah. So setting timers for yourself, like, all right, I've got to get to today. I'm doing you know twenty twenty logs or something. Right. Or you know, it's just like how many can I get inside of um, you know ten minutes or something. Yeah, that's a good point. Set little challenges for yourself. I or, like this. Or I don't know. You could maybe start trying to chop trees down with the axe rather than just split the logs. Or oh my gosh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or you, you know, I've seen. I've been on Chop Talk before. People are trying to like split giant stumps in half, and it's just like you know. You'll see these guys who are freaking massive, and clearly all they do is chop wood all day, and oh, yeah. they have perfect form, and they're swinging, and it looks like, dude, it doesn't even look like you're affecting it, and suddenly it just cracks down the middle, and you're like, wow, you know things about the way wood is held together that I don't. So, wow, you're really impressive. Yep, 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 yep. So would, would you come to... Uh, oh, I would a thousand percent come do this. This would be a blast. Yeah. Sweet, okay. I would come swing some axe, man. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Build, I'm down. Building Count out my in. new gym. It's happening. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The good news is, is that the, the the startup cost pretty minimal on the whole. Pretty minimal. Well, I mean, you had to buy land, so there's that. I, I, that's a good that's point. Pretty, I did have to you buy know what? the land. Not minimal. <laughs> Not minimal. In fact, probably have spent more on the land than every gym membership combined. So yeah, so that's there's a, that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right. Um, but also, you know what? What if it's what if you're loud and you annoy the neighbors? <laughs> It said there's enough space. There's I, enough space. I think there's enough space. You think I mean, they're going to be okay with you splitting logs at seven in the morning? <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good point. Nah, dude, you know what? It's your land. Who cares? That's, yeah, okay, okay. Also, I happen to know your neighbors, so, you know, they can just come out and chop with us. It'll be great. That's right. That's yeah. right. Be like, hey, yeah. look, I mean, it's like, if you, if, I was trying to say, like, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that could be that, but that's their mentality. They need to yeah, take. Yeah, they, I need, to, they <laughs> need to adopt that. Hello. Hey, hey. How about you come out here and chop with us? Yeah, mm-hmm. they, if they come over and complain, I, I will have pre-wrapped uh, in, in in glorious wrapping paper their own axe and and bestow it upon them. Yeah, and be like, I knew this day would come. Hang you know on what? Second, el- you know on. what else you need up there is you need like you definitely need like a carafe of coffee or something. Ah, oh, carafe. Know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right I like out this. There, be like, hey neighbor, you wanna you want a mug? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Do you, okay, here's another question. Do you think this would be worse in winter or in summer? Uh, what do you mean worse? Like, like, do you think it'd be worse to be splitting wood in the middle of summer or worse in the middle of winter? I think it would be much worse in the winter. Do you? Yeah. I was literally just thinking like summer's obviously the worst because no. it's so much hotter. Look, you can take your shirt off in the summer and you'll be fine. Once you're going to have to be wearing clothes no matter what in the winter. And once you start moving, it's going to get super hot. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Okay. You know, that's my, I mean, yeah, I guess you could take clothes off as you heat up, but there's going to be a weird amount. It feels like that's in a situation where you're starting to get really sweaty and really cold weather, which feels like a, a, a homebrew for a sickness. It does feel that way. Of such. So, yeah. I don't okay. know. Anyway, I would still come out and do it with you. Okay, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> All right, let's it's, split some wood. We're going to split some wood. This is this is the this is the new, maybe it's the new venture. We'll see. Yeah, 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 this is it. I don't think it has to be a venture. This is, no, this is just something we're doing. That's just what I mean. Thing Sorry, okay, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not using venture as like a like a new like like business establishment. Well, just you ven- need to clarify that. I, that's a good point. That's a good point. I will hand it to you, uh, just like I will hand you an axe. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Super okay. good. Yeah. There's no charge at yeah. all whatsoever because it's yeah. not a business. Okay. To good. be 100 percent exactly. Clear. Yeah. You just pay for the land. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Super. We got one final transition left in all us. All right. Sure. Ben, can I tell you about how I lost a few hours of sleep last night? I does it have anything to do with Crystal the horse? No, it doesn't have anything to do with Crystal the horse this how about, time. How about Crystal the turtle? No, no, the turtle is just called turtle. Just called turtle. Yeah, Luke couldn't. Surprisingly, after after such a name like Crystal, you know, Luke has thought long and hard about turtle, and I recommended some some things. Um, some you know, so I I was like Donatello, great name for a turtle. That's my favorite Ninja Turtle. Donatello. Donatello. Don, is yeah. it because it's close to Jonatello? No, it's not. It's just because he was the smart one, and you know. Oh, was he was the said. oh he was the smart, the smart one. one. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I was more of a Raph. You're fan. more of a Raph yeah, one. Yeah, yeah the angry he's one. He's kind of moody. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't even seem like you. He's all deep up in his feels. Let me tell you what. The other thing is that low-key, Donatello is always the best choice in any video game because he has the bow staff, and it's not like they adjust the amount of damage the weapons do based on anything. It's just like, this one can just has more range. Okay, so it's <laughs> like... if you're that. Raphael, it's like, hey, I got to get real close because all I have is these size, and they don't go very far. That's a good point. But Leonardo has swords, doesn't Leonardo he? Leonardo has swords, so yeah. Yeah, Leonardo's pretty good, too, for okay. sure. Okay, so you're yeah. good, yeah. But but Leonardo's like the de facto main character in most Ninja Turtle things anyway because he's like the leader except for the live action movies where they were like you know what let's make it Raph that's a yeah yeah. (laughs) probably why I'm such a fan dude I have been watching for the past like two weeks this single video 
on YouTube, which was like four plus hours long. And it was a complete like seven season breakdown of the 2003 animated show, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. <laughs> which was like the show that the next, the second iteration of Turtles from like the 1980s one that like we would have grown up watching. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yep. And like, it's one of those things. And like, I, this is a genre of YouTube I've discovered I really, really love, which is like shows that I was exposed to and really wanted to watch but never have ever found the time and now in my adult life I'm like I'm never actually going to get to see how that show played out like I was really interested in having seen it and now it's like when am I going to find the time as a 35 year old to go back and watch seven seasons of the 2003 Ninja Turtles yeah it's like it's never going to happen and um, I wish it could I know, I know. I mean, but but I mean, there's always retirement. <laughs> there's someday. always retirement, and you, you know, know, I've got it earmarked. But this is a four-hour review of someone who freaking loved the show and went through like every, like just basically every episode and covered like what was great about the early seasons and stuff. And like what I love, like the ultimate thing at the end is he's talking about like the legacy of the Ninja Turtles, which is that like they have this weird relationship with their audience where like every time like a new show is introduced, like the next generation like loves it, and it's like there's clearly something very approachable. And lovable about the turtles but like three or four seasons in that like always like completely like sort of drop the ball and like people lose interest and new popular stuff comes out so it's like like if you go to buy a ninja turtle action figure at the store right now what you're probably going to find is like remakes of the 1980s action figures oh sure like yep, not yep. like the modern day turtles <laughs> which is weird or it's like the same thing as like true of like power rangers like if you wanted to go power rangers at the store right now you could find mighty Morphin power rangers from the, at original, the store like, like yeah. the original like they're at the store right now while there are regular current Power Rangers on TV so that are like probably there too, but it's not like there's like 20 seasons worth of stuff as well. You know, it's like the original ones are still the ones that people are associating with. That's wild. But anyway, yeah, Ninja Turtles, super cool. And I remember it's specifically this one was interesting to me because like they made a movie called Turtles Forever, which was like this turtle multiverse thing. Like they were way ahead of the multiverse curve, whereas like now everyone's all multiverse, everything, Spider-Verse you know everything everywhere all at once yeah everything everywhere all at once everything's all about it this was like back in like 2007 the turtles were way ahead of it okay and i remember love seeing like just the movie at the end and like they had the 2003 turtles and it was like a crossover with the 80s turtles and then they crossed over with the original turtles from the comic books oh wow i know and that was like me learning there were comic books and this is another one where it's like since then this was in college i've been like man i would love to read the comic books that sounds like so cool like it's got to be awesome you know, and it's like I, I like looked up how to buy them, and it's like you, I, it was like impossible to even figure out how to buy the comic books. Oh it was like, man, you know, it was like yeah, that's like, tough. Uh, probably you can now. I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while, but it's like every time it comes up, I'm like, I dude, I bet it's super cool because like the 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 comic turtles are like very like pff, serious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So anyway, I could talk about Ninja Turtles a lot um, for a while, but. Anyway, this has nothing to do with why I lost sleep. Okay, yeah, what kept you up in the middle of the night? So here's what happened, basically, is um, last night Luke came into our room and you know as he as he's prone to doing and like it's been becoming more and more of an issue where he'll just like me and beth will be so tired at the end of any given day sometimes won't even notice him getting in the bed oh my god like, that's wild yeah you just like wake up because he kicked you and it's like oh huh what oh, i guess you're already here and i'm still asleep and whatever right so like last night though he like woke me up and i was like no no, no we're going like we talked to him before i was like you gotta stop coming in our room like we need to try and start sleeping in our own bed the whole night and so he like came in my room last night after we talked to him i was like no we're going back in your room 
and I brought him in there and he like fussed a little bit, but then I brought him into his room and there was this like horrible thumping sound coming from like downstairs. And I was like, what is that? And I'm like, it kind of sounded like the dryer, but I was like, even if like, like, even if we started the dryer when we went to bed, it'd be done now. Like, what is happening? Yeah, that's like, a weird one. I know. And I'm like, this is weird. So, so it's, it's almost like he had, like, a valid reason. Well, yeah. So, like, yeah, I was like, normally he's just waking up because he's just waking up. But this time it was like there was a definite, like, big thumping sound happening downstairs that, okay. like, wasn't... I couldn't even hear until I went into his room. And I was like, what is going on? Because now I'm just concerned that, like, something's in the house. Yeah, I know. You yeah. know? And I'm like, <laughs> like, like was I seeing an yeah. animal? I know. I'm like, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gone. I thought you were gone. No. Um, but I go downstairs, and I discover the source of it is one of the ceiling fans downstairs. Okay. Is, like, on, I guess, like, ultra-turbo helicopter mode or something. Sure, like, just trying to, like, do a pure lift-off Yeah, style. it is, like, spinning, like, as fast. I mean, it's spinning so fast, it looks like it's, like, threatening to, like, you know, rip itself out of the ceiling. Goodness you know, gracious. It's, it's, like, making this big thumping sound, and it's, like, directly beneath, you know, like... Hit the, the that ceiling butts up to the floor of his room. Sure, yeah. So, okay. like, you know, it's as it's going around, it's going like, thump, 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 and I was like, okay, I see what the problem is. Pretty valid reason to have woken up, so just turned that off. And came down this morning, and, like, you know, this has never come up before because there's almost no reason to ever have the fan on downstairs. Um, right. Like, it's certainly not at, like, warp speed or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I came down this morning, and I'm like, oh, man, it's so annoying that he woke up, like, if only the fan hadn't been on. But then I noticed like off to the side, there was this like, uh, we have this really big blanket and it was like sort of draped over one of the chairs. And I was like, oh, right, 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 right. We turned the fan on because we washed that blanket yesterday and, oh, and you're trying to dry we're it? trying to dry it off. So we laid it out in here. And I was like, oh, but you know what? I only, we, we, we went to go watch TV last night and Beth put the blanket on her because I thought it was dry because Earlier in the day, um, I had been at a Pokemon tournament and um, Beth was going to like uh, like life group at church or something and or youth group. Uh, she's like, you know, like the one of the supervisors for like this group of girls. And typically she goes by herself and like I watch the kids at home, but there is childcare there. So she just brought the kids with her. Uh huh. Yeah. And like we missed each other maybe by like 10 minutes. So like I could have like watched the kids or something, but then she would have been late. So I had this like unprecedented long amount of alone time in the house. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to clean up the house right now. Like there's no one here to disrupt me. And it turns out when you're the only person in the house without kids, I'm so efficient. That's amazing. Cleaned up so much stuff, threw up, threw away so much trash, prepped the coffee. I mean, I was like, this is, this is amazing. Look at this. This house is beautiful. This is, it is doing, I'm doing, I'm getting so much done god kids are they're a big old slow mode you know right 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 no i I, yeah this this is almost exactly every time i put addy down for a nap like when like on like saturdays in particular where i'm with addy all day and Allie's at work it's like i'll put addy down and then it's like clean mode it's like it's like i've got like a wide open window of time it's like i'm gonna like all the blankets are gonna be in the perfect position the dishwasher is gonna be loaded or unloaded and started exactly yeah so the drying of the blanket process had started earlier in the day and beth had taken it out of the washing machine and it had been draped over a different couch ah and as i'm like cleaning up i went to go feel it because i knew that it had been washed and i was like feels dry like i think i think it's dry so i just folded it up i brought it into the other room like all right this is put away now it's part of the clean cleanliness of the house so beth had then gone to you know put the blanket on her as we're watching tv and she's like oh, this is still damp like this isn't you know like i was like oh crap i felt maybe just the spots i felt were you know we're dry, dry yeah, but no not way. the whole thing so then we put that 
over there. And I'm like, ah, see, so if I hadn't cleaned up the house, then I would then the blanket would have stayed in there. And then uh, the the we wouldn't have turned the fan on and I would have gotten a full night of sleep. Then I'm like, but now the real reason we were washing the blanket <laughs> in the first place is because like three days ago, Nate, we have like a little potty like so just sort of like sits like um, out in like the living room area near the TV. So if the kids need to go potty, they can just sort of like jump right to it. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So he had been going potty. And he had um, more of a more of a bowel movement. You okay, know. okay, sure, yeah, more of a bowel very, movement. very polite way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, well, well and, done. And uh, he had gotten up and he had like just like not uh, wiped, as it were. And so he was like, and then climbing over the back of the couch, and there was like a real like everyone sort of looked up and it was like Nate. You know? Oh no! And he like jumped over the couch and like just the t- you know just landed a little bit on the blanket and I was like, oh no, 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 no! You got it. So. Um, so then we, you know, we took care of it and we cleaned all the appropriate, um, you know, butts and blankets and whatever. And Amazing. It was all fine. Everything's resolved. It was, it was all great. And it was like, ah, right, right, right. So if, if Nate hadn't jumped on the blanket, we never would have needed to wash it and it wouldn't have been drying and I wouldn't have moved it and we wouldn't have turned the fan on and I wouldn't have had to wake up last night. Wow. It was like this whole like chain, this like little like blame chain. That I had going on in my brain, it like goes back, and I'm like, but then as I'm thinking about it, as well, I'm like, but whose fault is it that Nate didn't wipe? <laughs> like, is it Nate's fault, or are we just not did? Or have we failed his potty training? Is it my fault? You know, it's like, it all it all comes yeah, back. It all yeah. comes back, and then it's like I'm like going through it all, and I'm like. You know, it depends on at what point in the in the the blame chain I decide to stop the the you know the reasoning as to whose fault it is along the way. You know, <laughs> this is and it's I, like I feel like you we've been writing so many like what if videos. Yeah, and I feel like it's like what if now what yeah. if <laughs> yeah. you know it's like let's go back to this moment because everything that fractured happened here right here it happened here yeah and it's just like you know it's like I could I could blame Nate I could blame Nate for doing this but then I could also blame us for not teaching Nate well enough how to how to wipe or something and it's like I don't I don't know because uh, this also has never happened before like he doesn't he doesn't just get up and just run around with a messy butt or anything right know? right right most yeah. of the time so I don't know I just thought that was it's like I th- but then I started thinking like how often is this always the case where like you can be mad at something because like you you peel back the reasons for why something happened like this happened because this happened because this happened because this happened and that's why it's that person's fault but it's like but could you go back further because I think like so often whenever you like blame chain like that you stop just before it was your fault yeah right right, right. <laughs> it's like it's like uh oh yeah if I keep if I peel back the layer one more it's like I think that's on me all of a sudden yeah so it's like, I'm gonna leave it right here <laughs> yeah yeah and I can bring it full circle here because part of the uh the ninja turtle the four hour ninja or turtle v- review i was watching there's like this one character baxter stockman who always always creates the mousers in whatever version of the turtles you're watching okay if you remember the mousers like but, little robot like chomper dudes oh yeah i do actually yeah, yeah. yeah the mousers yeah. they're always created by baxter stockman so that he's like a returning character in the 2003 one and he has like an episode like seven seasons in where he's like i'm gonna get revenge on april it's actually all her fault that all these bad things have happened to me because this and then this and then this and then this and she's the one who that and it's like yeah but you fired her one minute before that and it's like it's like like, yeah you stopped right there but it's actually your fault you know 
Oh my gosh. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no, none of my decisions were bad. Look at all the things that happened to me. And it's like, nah, mm. it's just, I think it's so funny how your perception on something can really be warped by where you start and stop the, the narrative. The, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the blame chain. The blame as it chain. Were. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like that. This is, this is kind of a funny thing. So anyway, that's how, um, you know, uh, uh, how an unwiped butt three days ago lost me three hours of sleep yesterday last night wow yeah. so that's uh, it is it is pretty unbelievable when you do follow like when you when you trace everything backwards though and you're sort yeah. of like because i i think a lot of times this is where like living um like like it, I don't know, it responsibly seems like the wrong word because it feels like it sets a bar as as to like a certain set of behaviors or something but like sometimes i do think that like if it's like it's like one thing to have something go wrong here or there or one thing that like might cause a future ripple here or there but like if you're always responding to ripples that came from the past that's probably where it's like it might be good to figure out why there's always a ripple happening right you know yeah, it's like, yeah. like what is, am i the common denominator here like right do I, do I yeah. need to figure out how to like up my game a little bit or like or or anticipate future problems uh like better because it sounds like your your particular instance it's like it's like if if you don't use the fan on that setting under any capacity it's like probably that's what it really comes down to. It's like, you just didn't even realize that it would be that loud Yeah, to where it would interrupt like your child's sleep. And exactly. Like, but otherwise it's like, you're not really doing like those things are seemingly disconnected otherwise. Right. Yeah. It's, you know? it's like, it's just funny. Like what? Yeah. That like, because Nate got the blanket dirty that we had to wash it, that we had to dry it over here. And then I was cleaning. So I moved it back over here and then it wasn't actually dry. So we put, we're drying it in the wrong room now. And now the fan was turned on and we just left the room because the fan is the fan. It just blows, you know, so not going to cause a problem. We won't know the true ripple effect though, until Nick, Nate and Luke someday are doing their popcorn culture follow-up. Yeah. Like, like our dad had a podcast yeah. and their entire podcast premise is listening to episodes of the pop. Yeah. Cause this is, this is for whatever reason. It's like my absolute favorite idea. It's like, yeah. I feel like what the podcast does is it encapsulates the way that we think during fragments of time mm -hmm. and what it will ultimately someday end up being is, is, is exactly that it's a time capsule. Yeah. So it's like, it'll be so interesting if the boys someday ever listen through and like catch up and hear stories of themselves. Cause if like, if, Luke, Nick and Nate are someday like 25 and 27 years old, you know, and they're, and they're listening to it and hearing stories of themselves from when they were like three. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh man, you know, so like I imagine like, you know, like Nick and Luke, like all looking at Nate right now. Being I know. Like, I'm like, like oh. have I just thrown <laughs> Nate under the butt? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, future Nate, for telling the story about your unwiped butt as a three year old. <laughs> and like, I'm sure your brothers are ragging on you for it now. My bad, dude. You know, I don't, I'm not mad at you at all. I'm mad at, I'm not, I'm not even mad at anyone. It's just funny how this chain of events unfolded. Yep. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick is sitting there like, I wasn't in this I story wasn't at all. In this. I slept in I my bed. I didn't do anything. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. man absolutely hilarious anyway so guys as ever thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the pop especially luke nick and nate from like 20 years in the future yeah can't wait to hear what you guys think about uh about about your dad and uncle ben's various yeah <laughs> wandering thoughts yeah just so, remember how much fun you had chopping wood all those years okay yeah i know we, we had such good times yeah <laughs> do you guys even remember 
Crystal the Horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the right. statue you game. Remember the statue game? <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, but anyway, guys, if you would like to support the show, the show uh, in the future, you can do so uh, at Patreon.com/slash/PopcornCulture. Uh, we have a variety of different tiers available over there, including our exclusive merch tier, uh, which means that each quarter of the year there is a uh, a cool new piece of merchandise that we have specifically made just for uh, popcorn culture patrons. And really, the underlying premise behind that particular tier is that um, uh, producing merchandise as a content creator is a way to uh, kind of support and sustain the show. However, a lot of times estimating the approximate number of physical objects needed is just very difficult from our end of things. So we want to be sure that we are producing the exact right amount for those people who want them. Uh, and this is sort of like our answer to that exact problem. Problem. So uh, everything that we produce uh, for the uh, patron uh, exclusive merch tier basically is just able to uh, funnel in the exact right amount. Uh, and we always have some really, really cool things. So again, patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Uh, it's the quarterly merch tier. Totally go and check it out. Otherwise, guys, until next time, pop, pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.